Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. I'll tell you. <laughs> it's your daily dose of Donna. Happy, happy, happy freaking Monday. It is July 17th. Welcome to the show. I was just in the middle of a heightened conversation with my TikTok family. I absolutely uh, love, love getting uh, engaged with my TikTok live listeners. I feel like it really adds to my energy because I thrive off your energy. So thank you so much for anyone that follows me on TikTok at This Is Donna Bowling. And of course on Instagram, if you want to follow along, that's a great place to DM me and ask me any questions. Are you on threads? I've been really utilizing threads lately and I really like it. Threads is a great, like a Twitter, but it's happy and it's fun. So make sure to follow me over there. And if you guys are here and new, welcome to the show. I have a five day a week podcast called Daily Dose of Donna, obviously. And we talk reality TV, pop culture, all the things. Um, and you guys, I had such an amazing, amazing work week last week because of you. I had my first Patreon week. I finally launched my Patreon. I have 50 Patreon subscribers. Within a few days, it was so cool. And you guys are awesome. So many of you guys showed up to my live Zoom. Every single month, I'm going to do a live Zoom happy hour. We had some wine. We had some Vina happy places. Um, we had some waters and some Gatorades. We chatted all about uh, re reality TV. We talked about behind the scenes. We talked about some dirt. We talked about some scoop. And I also shared with them some really cool news that's going to happen for me and for Daily Dose in August. So make sure to join the Patreon. And if you don't want to join that tier, you can join for the lower tier and get a free extra episode every single week. So that will come out later this week. Um, oh my gosh, you guys, I had such a fun weekend. It was over the top. I think I'm in college. I don't understand exactly what's happening to me, but I think it's because my kids are out of town or they're at summer camp. You know, if you've been following, we have one more week, six more days of them at camp. And let me just tell you guys, I acted as if this weekend, I act, I think I, I almost was doing keg stands. Like, I don't understand what happens to me, but I'm just like, we don't have a babysitter. We don't need to wake up early. Like, go. We went to Thai Show, which is a local spot. In fact, um, Katie and Sheena were at Thai Show filming the show last Saturday night. I have a picture of it, but I was told that I can't post it. I can't promote it, but I'm sure someone at Taisha was there and they saw them. So I feel like I'm getting it from a random source, but that means that Katie and Sheena from Vanderpump Rules were having dinner together. That's clearly going to be a big storyline next season is like the connection of Sheena and Katie. I also did hear a little bit of extra scoop of something happened between on a filming day between Sheena and Brock. I'll share that on my Patreon this week. And, you know, I have a lot of sources and I don't want to screw them over. And I also don't want to lose these sources. A source though, that I actually spent um, some time with this weekend told me, and I talked about it on my Facebook group. So I have a Facebook group, Daily Dose of Donna. We're a 450 member strong. Join it if you want to ever get some like insider stuff. But 
There's this big rumor that Dumois posted last week, um, a blind about Lisa Vanderpump and Tom being having to be separated at Sur. Something is going on. They had a big fight yelling. So I asked my source who has is connected to the person who's working on the show. And I was told that definitely didn't happen. Now there's another blind that's saying something else happened at pump and there was a big drama there. And again, I was told it didn't happen, but she did say when there's smoke, there's fire. So there obviously is some, um, contention between Lisa and Sandoval in this upcoming season is my guess. That's my guess. Um, we don't have any confirmation of that yet, but yes, Katie and Sheena were at dinner together alone. I do believe that that will be a big part of next week's, next year's storyline is, you know, Katie and Sheena having to make up because of all the Ariana drama. And we saw that happen live when it was all going down, how they were just basically like, we're going to, you know, our stuff is not even as important as this. Okay. Couple things. Um, oh yeah, so so that Friday night I was at Thai Show. If you're here in LA, if you're in Sherman Oaks area, there's some great, great new restaurants. Thai Show's been around a couple of years. Casitas across the street. Um, actually, another new restaurant that just opened, Bakari, B A C A R I, which I've been going to a bunch. I'm actually going again this week. Um, Katie was also at Bakari yesterday on her story. She was there for brunch. So Katie lives in this area and she's always at these restaurants. Anyway, we went there on Friday night. We know some of the owners. It was a thing, you guys. I mean, me and Saki became best friends that night and I paid for it on Saturday. I did. I paid for it on Saturday. And we went out on Saturday evening to a lovely boat ride in Westlake, which is like um, deep valley, like past Calabasas. It's kind of more north. It was beautiful. It was so relaxing, so lovely. And then yesterday we had a f- bunch of friends over in our pool and barbecued all day and it was great. But they all left by 7 or 6 p.m. and I was so happy. I cleaned, I showered, I got in bed. We watched some TV. We're watching some s- silly American Gladiators documentary on Netflix. I don't know if you guys have seen this, like Muscles of Mayhem. I was on my phone. And then I couldn't stay awake. So at 8.30 I was like dozing off and I told Lance – like, wake me up at nine because Real Houses of New York was premiering and I could not sleep through Real Houses of New York. I've been really excited about it and I had to watch it on the first night. So, so let's talk about Real Houses, Real Housewives of New York. It's so much easier to just say Roni. Roni, the new generation premiered last night and wow, wow, wow. What? What an hour. I loved it. I have to say, honestly, I have to say it really, really surprised me. It was fun. It was pretty. It was entertaining. It was not boring for a second, even though nothing crazy happened. It wasn't boring for a second. I always say, you know, I'm a former casting director, but I worked in the scripted space. But I truly believe with scripting, with scripted projects like film and TV on a script, Casting is very important, but the script and the direction and the cinematography, that is just as, if not more important. Because you can have the best actors, but if you have a shitty script or a bad, like, bad direction or whatever, it's not good. But reality TV, you guys, reality TV is good 
it's based on cast because we've all seen enough shows that we're like, this show sucks. It's usually because the cast sucks. This show's amazing. It's usually because the cast is amazing. So casting is really so important in reality TV. And Bravo and Andy and whoever else was involved in this nailed, I'm sure there was casting directors, a huge team, nailed the casting on this show. Now we have, I believe, uh, six women. I have to count them out. The first one that um, we kind of get introduced to is Bryn. And Bryn is, if you can imagine Bryn, she looks like Mandy Moore. She's so beautiful. I don't know exactly what her ethnicity is. She's got a ton of freckles. She's gorgeous. So fun. So cute. So herself. But also I wonder when I think about it, like, when I was watching it, I was like, she almost feels compared to like Jenna Lyons or some of the other women. I'm like, she's almost like she should be on Summer House. I mean, she's probably, actually, she definitely is younger than Kyle, right? From Summer House. She's fun. She says what's on her mind. She's cute. This is a girl that like men want to be with and girls want to be or girls want to be friends with, right? So we get introduced to her and I actually don't even know what Bryn does. Like, does Bryn have a job? Someone find out for me. Um, so Bryn is very cute, and she ends up going over to Sai's house. Now, Sai is spelled S-A-I. And, oh, she's a marketer. Bryn is a marketer. I'm doing the quotes because everyone's a marketer, right? Everyone's just like, PR, marketing. Um, oh, I didn't watch Watch What Happens Live, but I heard that she was too much on Watch What Happens Live. Oh, her LinkedIn says PR. Of course, PR, marketing. It's all the same. Um, so Sai, S-A-I, is stunning, beautiful. She's a content creator. Basically, she's an influencer, but she calls herself a digital creator. She has 400,000 followers on Instagram. I think that's way more than any of the other girls on the show. Even Jenna Lyons, I don't think, had that many Instagram followers as of yesterday. And she is um, – she's so beautiful. She lives in a gorgeous brownstone in Brooklyn. She has two kids that are a little bit like, you know, they're not toddlers. And she's married to a beautifully, like, loving – it looks like handsome, good guy husband who it sounds like has retired because she's been able to um, support them, I think. I think she's doing really, really well financially. And – he supports her and he she even said it on the show like she it sounds to me like they have fun together it looked to me like they were laughing and enjoying themselves and she said he supports me so much that any single time i need to leave the house or go do anything for work like he's like bye i love that i think that's good not all men can handle that though i will tell you something not all men can handle the more successful the bringing in the money the popular you know, successful influencer type wife while they're the retired ones. But that's an ego thing for some men. And I love that he's cool with that. I liked it. I thought it was great. In fact, I just saw a study yesterday on TikTok. I'm curious. This is a little bit of a left turn. And it said there's two kinds of marriages that work in heterosexual marriages. One is when the husband and the wife love each other exactly the same. And the other is when the husband loves the wife more than the wife loves the husband, which is going to sound a little strange, but I agree with it. I think if the wife loves the husband more than the, than the husband, it's never going to work. But if the husband loves the wife more, it will. Okay. Interesting. I'm going to say Lance loves me more than him. 
Shout out, Lance. Okay, so we meet Cy and we meet Bryn. And Bryn, it, so- it sounds like Bryn and Cy are really close because she comes over. She has gifts for the kids, whatever. Okay, next. The next thing is Jessel. Jessel, we go over to Jessel, and Jessel is a British. Um, she looks like she's her family is is from London, and she looks like she's potentially, you know, Indian, her family like background, but I don't know specifically. Her husband, his name is like Patel. He's they are obviously successful. They do very well. She's also in that fashion world, and she has Two very, very young twin boys. They're about one. Oh, she's PR for Michael Kors. Her kids are maniacs. Okay, listen, I am a mother. And right now I have an eight and an almost 11-year-old. And I remember those days when you have a one-year-old boy, good effing luck. When you have two one-year-old boys, Good luck in life. Like, that's it. It's over. Don't start shooting a reality show. This is going to be bad. And I'll tell you why. I don't really know much about what's going on with Jessel. Like, I just started following them all yesterday after I watched the show. So I don't know anything about anyone. It, it's not going to be good. The stress in your home when you have two young kids like that is so high. You can tell she can't stand her husband. She was talking badly about her husband right on the show when Jenna Lyons, the J. Crew director, the former J. Crew um, creator, CEO, came over. And I'll explain, I'll talk about her in a second. She straight up was like, Oh, I don't talk nice about my husband. Weird. In front of the cameras, her husband was on the on the computer in the dining room, and she's like, You're not gonna actually be here, right? There is a weird relationship like going on there. Later, she was like um, FaceTiming with one of the other girls and the other girl was drinking a glass of wine. And she's like, wine, why don't I have wine? Get me wine to her husband. Uh, Something's up. You can tell she feels un, like my gut feeling, and maybe this is her first time on camera and stuff, but my gut feeling is like she didn't feel comfortable on camera. Some of those girls like Bryn, Cy, um, Uba, Aaron, we'll talk about them. They're they're comfortable as all. This girl does not feel comfortable on camera. She, yes, she threw up. She's the one that threw up all over at the premiere, um, the premiere party, apparently from food poisoning. It wasn't alcohol related. I don't even know. But, um, and the cleaning comment to her mother. Oh yeah, she was like so mad at her mom. Why aren't we cleaning more? You have to clean. And the mom is like sitting there making a beautiful lunch. And like you can tell she's making chai tea from scratch. And she's like, Jessel, it's never going to be clean enough for you. I mean, it's there's something going on there. There's like too much control in her head situation. Okay. <sighs> Let's see. Jenna Lyons comes over to Jessel's house. They're trying to establish all these relationships. The one positive thing I'll tell you is they're all actually friends, which I really loved. You can tell they all are friends like before the show. They all have connections to each other. I think some of them are closer than others, but I think they're all friends. So Jenna Lyons comes over. You can't get a more two weirder people in the same room than Jenna Lyons and Jessel, but apparently because of the fashion world, they know each other. They've been kind of in the same circles for years. This is going to be an unpopular opinion. And as we know, like things will change through the season. Jenna Lyons is so, she's quirky. She is an oddball to watch. Don't you guys agree? Like everything about her was quirky. Her energy, the way she talked, the way she dressed, her home, like her vibe. It's, 
I'm so confused about her on this show because I don't feel like she wants to be around these girls. Like these girls don't feel like her vibe. But she straight up said when she was on Bitch Sesh, which is another amazing podcast, she said, I don't, like I, you know, was a little bit bored basically. And I have this new line of false eyelashes and I know how good this does for your career. So it's like, oh, okay. So she just wanted to be on the show for business. Um, okay. So yes, there, I'll talk about that in a second. Then, then the last two that we meet are Aaron and Uba. Aaron Licky, L-I-C-K-H-Y. Um, beautiful. I have a connection to her because she's Jewish and she's Israeli. And the first scene we see with her basically is with her family at her house, her very tight family, and they're having Shabbat dinner. If you guys follow me, you know I was just in Israel. I am Israeli. I'm born here in Los Angeles, but I have Israeli family. I am very, very uh, proud to be a Jew. And I am so happy when you see Jewish families represented on TV. I think it's very important to see that. And you don't see it enough. And so that to me is important for me. That being said, I, I want to like her more. She has a husband and three kids. And I like the family scene, but I didn't like her vibe throughout the episode. I'm like, come on, Erin. I want to like you more. She really got so sensitive about this one cheese comment that it was so hard. <laughs> it was so hard to follow this whole cheese drama. I mean, there was no real drama in this episode, but it was still so interesting to watch, which you know is why we have good Real Housewives. Because usually, like, it needs to be some crazy drama for us to watch. No, like, they're talking about basically nothing, and it was so interesting. She and Uba, Uba is a model, Somalian, gorgeous, tall black woman, like, beyond beautiful with, a, with an accent. Funny, you can take, she doesn't, you can tell she doesn't take herself too seriously. I loved her vibe. She was fun. The big kind of start of the drama is like Aaron is against Sai and Bryn because they decided to not go and meet everyone else for dinner because Aaron chose the restaurant Catch. Well, I said it yesterday on Threads that Catch needs to find a new publicist because between everything that happened just now with Britney Spears in in Vegas outside of Catch Restaurant where she got punched apparently by the, you know, security guard of the basketball player. And then now it's on the most popular Bravo show being known as the restaurant that you cannot go to. <sighs> How horrible for catch. It's got to suck for catch. I mean, you never want it. Like if you're featured on a restaurant, on a reality show, you can only be featured in a positive light. If you're featured as the restaurant that like I would never be seen there, this isn't 2012. <sighs> Poor Catch. I felt bad about it. Yes, it's definitely Catch. The restaurant is definitely Catch. It's been confirmed. Um, so, so that's the drama. I don't think it's about the restaurant. I do think it's kind of a shitty idea to say I don't want to go out to dinner with you because I won't be seen at that restaurant. The only reason not to go to a restaurant is A, if you're allergic to the food, B, if your ex-husband, boyfriend, best friend owns the restaurant, or C, if you got food poisoning there. Like there's no real reason not to go to a restaurant because it's like not cool. That is kind of a vibe that I'm not into. I was saying it's a little bit like the new – you know, oh, I'm not feeling good or, oh, I'm tired or, oh, I have to wash my hair. My dog ate my homework. I guess I can't go to that restaurant because it's not cool. Guys, if you invite me to catch, schmatch, you know, Red Lobster, I'll go to Chili's, like, take me. 
I am so down to go wherever. I am I am just like Aaron in that way. I don't care where we go as long as I'm with you guys. You know what I mean? As long as I'm with my people, I am happy. I could literally be in a dark bedroom. It's well, that sounds like an orgy. But you know what I mean? Like it really doesn't matter where we are. I just want to have fun with my people. That's how I feel. So that was the big drama. They end up all at Jenna Lyons' house um, in a weird dinner of Sorry, I'm just going to say this really fast. I love cheese. I love cheese. Really, huge fan of cheese. I would be miserable at that dinner if that was all there was. Like, do you know how hard it is to go to the bathroom after eating so much cheese? Do you know how gassy all of those people? You can't have cheese as an appetizer and cheese as the main course. I mean, I guess you could. I found it all a little weird. The char, yes, the charcuterie board, everything was gorgeous. The fondue is amazing, but like, let's also serve a fish. Let's also serve some chicken. Let's also serve a pasta dish, uh, a salad. I thought that was a little bit strange. It was like cheese on cheese on cheese. The apartment looked really cool. Jenna Lyons' apartment looked really cool, but um, but was definitely funky. But some of the girls were a little bit judgy. She has three hundred something pairs of shoes. Essentially what happens at this dinner is they finally have this conversation, this conversation about the catch restaurant or whatever between Bryn and Aaron. And here's where I turned because I don't feel like Bryn and Aaron are very close with, with Jenna Lyons. I feel like this is their first time at her apartment. They have, are clearly just shooting a show with her and they're just trying to kind of like get to know all these people. If two girls who I didn't know that well, at all, who've never been in my home, decide to have a conversation on my bed. Fine. Okay. Maybe there's not a lot of other spaces, but put your shoe on my bed. Did you, did you notice that? Did you guys notice that? Bryn sat on the bed and folded her knee in and her shoe was on Jenna Lyon's bed. I would be so freaking annoyed. So not only are they laying, I mean, she's like laying on the bed. That's my bed. Okay, laying on my bed, shoe on the bed, having this conversation. But then they decide the balls on these girls. Let me go into the former J. Crew owner's closet, which is clearly the star of the show in that apartment. And let me try on her clothes. Let me put on her shoes. Let me put on just God knows, blunt, I don't know, Valentina, whatever the hell it was, those shirts and those shoes. And then just walk out like it's no big deal. I'm sorry, are you guys that close? They've never been in that apartment. There's no way they're they're that close. I don't think Jenna Lyons has a strong relationship with either of them at all. I thought it was kind of shitty. And you know what? If I had girlfriends that did that, girlfriends, if I had new people that I had to become friends with because I was just signed a reality show contract with them and they went through my closet and came out and then hugged a sequins and a lace dress and you know that their stuff is not, it's, this is not Forever 21. This is not Target. This is Valentina, like really expensive stuff. Jenna Lyons, Bless her heart, sat there <laughs> like this. You could tell she was losing her mind. It was weird. I was, I was like, that is bad, bad. Um, what's the word? It's just bad, like social etiquette. Etiquette? Etiquette? Am I talking correctly today? <laughs> Am I? Is this English? I thought that was a very, very odd choice. Anyway, the episode ended kind of right around there when Jenna Lyons was talking shit about it in the confessional. And then it went 
on – yeah, and then it went into Watch What Happens Live. I was exhausted, you guys. I didn't watch it. I was told that Bryn had three whiskeys and was wasted. She definitely threw Aaron under the bus. She said something along the lines of, one thing I know that everyone should in the country should know is that they shouldn't trust Aaron. Ouch. That ain't – that's not a good look, right? Mm. What about – did anything else happen on Watch What Happens Live that was like crazy and amazing? A um, couple things that came out since Sai said Sai has come out saying Ramona Singer was a bitch to her. Are you surprised? Do you think Ramona Singer is a really nice person when you catch her in the street? Um, yeah, Ramona was rude to Sai, and then. Um, Aaron has an article out with page six, Aaron, the, the woman with the husband and the three kids, I was just saying that had the Shabbat dinner where she says it's totally cool for her and her husband to go and flirt when they're at parties. And this is being picked up by page six. Like what? Guys, I let Lance flirt. I flirt. It's okay to flirt. Is that so crazy? You guys want to know where my cup is. And the other day I said it, it was going to be on my Amazon store, but then I realized I didn't buy it on Amazon. So I'm going to look for it and I'll put it on my Amazon store. I think I bought it at like Marshall's or um, TJ Maxx, like one of those. Um, but it's Hydra Peak. But I'll try to find it on my Amazon. Mm. So yeah, I think that I think that people are very excited about the show. I'm excited. Here's what I'm concerned about. Who here was really into Crappy Lake last week and then didn't watch it this week? I like, I forgot to watch it and I'm not interested in watching it. That's a bad sign. Like I loved Crappy Lake last week, but now with Real Housewives of New York, I'm like, eh, kind of bored. I worry that it's going to go like this. Oh, this week was the best. Do you think it's getting better? Okay, maybe I'll watch it. Anyway, you guys, I have to ask, if you want to get more content from me, if you want to support the show, if you want to get on one of those Zooms, jump into the Patreon, join this community, join the Facebook group. Give me a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or Spotify if that's what you're doing. Give me a written review. All these things help the show get stronger and better. Make sure to follow me on Instagram and TikTok and join the Facebook group. And of course, if you're here on YouTube, hit the subscribe button, comment, say hi, give me a thumbs up. I appreciate you guys more than you know. Yes, Lorda says join Patreon. It's so fun over there. We had so much fun on Friday. Honestly, I felt like I got to know you guys. And I went out to dinner with Lance right after. And I was like, Lance, I seriously could cry. I was like, I feel so, um, I just feel so grateful. I feel so grateful to have found my people. And you guys honestly are such, such a supportive community and I want to do the same for you. And Patreon really gives me the ability to like talk to you and meet you and see your faces and see your rooms and your houses and stuff. Yes, it was so much fun. Thank you, Sarah. Um, oh my gosh, Ramona Singer, Chris says yes. And Ray, everyone said it was so much fun. Yes, make sure to join. And if you don't like it, you can cancel, but it's really fun. I'm, I'm going to announce the date of the next Zoom this week. It's going to be mid-August. And um, and there's going to be some other perks I talked to Lance about that we're going to throw out there for the, for the higher tier on Patreon. So love you guys. Thank you so much, dosers, and I'll see you manana. Thanks, guys. You're the best as always. I really appreciate you. 
Um, I'm going to get this episode up online. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. 